Welcome everyone, you are listening to the I Am A Sparching Podcast with your host, Scott Knowles. Enjoy the show, it will probably suck. Everybody, this is Scott Knowles here. I'm in the trunk with my best friend Michael Robertson. What's up? We're going to talk about our Charlotte, our Fort Benning Charlotte road trip weekend. Uh, first, let me introduce my best friend Michael Robertson. You, he's, you want to start with the disclaimer? He's a super cool guy and uh, he's going to tell us about how he got into Spartan and how hard it is to uh, do Spartan races with the Mangina. Thanks. Oh, and before we start this episode, uh, this one is going to be explicit, I guarantee. So, if you don't want to hear bad words or you, you, you're underage, uh, please. Uh, I'm just generally refrain. offensive. Yes. Yeah. He's offensive even without cuss words. So, there you go. Yeah. No, yeah. No problem. Say hey to everybody, Michael. Hey, everybody. But, uh,. So how did I get into Spartan? Um, it's 2000 fall December, I guess 2014. Uh, uh, when I was dating my wife Hillary, we um, which is super hot by the way. Yes, she is. Thank you, thank you. Everybody should Facebook stalk Michael Robertson and check out his wife. Yeah, and she will greatly appreciate you for that she's, and she's, uh, she's hot probably kick you in the nuts when she sees you it's a compliment and I, I definitely outpunted my coverage uh, and we, we dated uh, several years before I decided to marry her before she came to her senses and uh, found somebody better looking than me so for real yeah <laughs> so but anyway so the uh, late 2014 we're watching uh, home on Saturday or Sunday I think it's Saturday um, and we see the uh, NBC Spartan broadcast of the uh, 2014 Wintergreen race. Um, and I think that was the episode where uh, Matt Novakovich and Hunter McIntyre had their little uh, coming to Jesus <laughs> moment because before the race, Hunter was... Uh, talking smack to Matt, telling him there's nothing you can beat me at, which, uh, yeah, it, when I first saw it, I thought, man, that guy's a dick, you know? <laughs> after, you know, after listening to uh, the Obstacle Dominator uh, podcast and, and listening and, and, you know, seeing Hunter on Broken Skull, I mean, he's a really cool guy, you, you know? know I mean, that, talk about the sheriff that way. Yeah, that's, that's just him, you know? <laughs> uh, I can't wait to meet him one day. I, th I think he and I have a have a sense of humor uh, that would, would rival each other, but uh, yeah, we've seen him for like maybe thirty seconds when they introduced him in Asheville, yeah. and then like he was gone. We never saw him again. Yeah. We saw him at the award ceremony. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I finished. Yeah, I don't I think you were finished. finished I, was by in, then. I, I was injured in Asheville, so uh, yeah, I, I wasn't was finished bad by then. Asheville. Um, but yeah, so we, we watched that and. Uh, and I told her, I said, hey, it looks pretty cool. You know, I mean, 
So I got online and realized they had a March 2015 race in Atlanta, a sprint. So, um, so I signed us up for it. Uh, you know, not knowing what to expect. Of course, you know, we, we go jog at the gym, do, you know, work out weights and stuff, but we just basically went to, to have fun and she and I ran it together and, you know, do whatever. Uh, you know, just see what happened. And after we did our check-in, they was like, hey, you have a ticket for free beer. I'm like, really free beer? <laughs> and if you don't know me, I love beer. So I used my uh, free beer ticket before the race. Which awesome. wasn't a very smart idea about a mile, mile and a half in. Um, but So I never made that mistake again. But He, he rarely gets beer at the end of the race. Yeah, no, I, I don't. So, Of course, you don't like half of the beers that are there. Yeah, nobody's right. drinking that cheap shit. I think they had Bush Light at one. I'm like, really? Bush Light? We're in college. <laughs> uh, so... Um, so that, that race just totally kicked our asses. I mean, kicked our asses. We ran a Sunday race. I was so sore and just couldn't move. I had to call in sick to work on Monday. I mean, just just beat me down. But, of course, I loved it. Uh, and then two days later, I'm signing us up for the April. I seen you checking out that beaver. Yeah, that's a dead beaver. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're in the we're in the truck right now, stuck in traffic on the way home from the uh, Charlotte Sprint this weekend. Yeah. So, uh, no better way to kill time than to my, yeah, make a, a podcast for the second time because the first time we recorded it, we had it plugged up to the sink in his Ford truck, and it like totally jacked up the sound. Yeah, I so, don't know why. So we're gonna have to do this again, and Scott is technologically. Uh, retarded yeah full shit uh special needs yeah so what was that oh the atlanta race the atlanta race so that was my first race too yeah i didn't even know but, this ass hat was there yeah uh so then we go over to charlotte uh we do charlotte together uh i did that good, race too yeah, i had, did it both days had a good we only did it one day had a good weekend and between that four i think it's four weeks between those races you know, we, we realized what to expect, so we started running more. So Charlotte wasn't, you know, the recovery time wasn't bad at all. You know, we were still sore, but yeah, it uh, wasn't bad at all. But, I mean, hell, after that, dude, I was hooked, you know. Yeah, me too, uh, Decided to do the Ohio Beast, uh, then got on Southern Spartan webpage and just threw an invitation. Hey, who's who's running up there to run with? And that's where I met, you know, this ass hat that's doing the... Doing the podcast and that was where our relationship started. Yeah, yeah. And it's been all downhills. We've done over twenty something races together all over the southeast, and and northeast. We're, we're best friends with benefits. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> Scott has very soft lips. <laughs> He's so sweet. <laughs> soft hands, but oh, I want to put a disclaimer on this to begin with. That not only will it probably be obscene, is that. Scott's from South Georgia. I'm from North Georgia, just above Atlanta. And uh, when we talk to each other, Southerners tend to leave off the last couple of letters of every word. Uh, it's almost Cajun. What are you talking about, fella? Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like listen to a couple of Cajuns talk or you're watching an episode of uh, uh, Waterboy. I would say we so. speak slower so you can understand it, but we're already pretty slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, well, I think we're going to be make a uh, transcript available for anybody who wants it. What's that? 
Yes, yeah, but uh, but yeah, so we did uh, Ohio Beast together, and uh, you know Joel and Mike was up there with us, uh, two guys that uh, two of Scott's friends from South Georgia, and then after that we did our uh, triple trifecta that year. Yep, and it did a triple trifecta last year. Yep, all and, elite last year. Well, we won competitive because we yep. had to do Beast back to back in Carolina. Yep. And we're doing uh trying to go to the six times trifecta this year. Yep. So, if we don't get hurt. Yeah, now you just jinx us. Which is like the dick. biggest biggest fear when you run a race is is this gonna be the day I break my ankle? Yeah. Well my biggest fear is this gonna be the day I get hurt and then the Not several several, several hundreds of dollars I just spent on this yearly pass is gonna be pissed away. Oh I know, right? Yeah, yeah that would be awful. So, and anybody that has the yearly pass knows exactly what we're talking about. Hey, after I talked to Gene last week on that podcast, man, that dude just totally inspired me. Because I mean, like, if I get hurt, and I'm going to, I'm going to just keep going to the races anyway, just because it's my culture, man. I want to be around. It. Yeah. I mean, if I have to go out there and run my open wave, and you run elite, that's what I'm going to do. You know, if I got to limp through the whole thing, that's yeah. what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's cool. You know, I want to be a part of it, you know, whether or not. If I just have to go out there and be in a cast and have to volunteer, tell people what to do and what they can't do, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't do that! <laughs> well, Scott, you volunteered the second day in Carolina in 2015. And I had to do the sprint. That's right to get my triple. That's right because the beast on Saturday. I had to you you, but you got your triple. Yeah, where you left me. You left me on the beast. No, I there. did not. Yes, you did. Oh, did you got lost? We was no, no. We was running as a team that year. I know that, but I felt I slipped off the the Z wall. I was doing burpees. I looked up, didn't see y'all anywhere around. You didn't look. Yes, I did. Not hard enough. And I tried to. And I, I you left to us. You knew you was ahead of us. After about a mile, I said I didn't catch up with them. We were a team. I bet they're behind <laughs> me. But then I was so scared. I'm like, well, I don't want to stop because what if they, what if I hadn't caught them yet? We were a team. So, but anyway, back to my story. All right. I'm running the All sprint right. the next day. Scott is volunteering at the eight foot wall. I hear him yelling at people before I get up to it. I was getting into it. Oh, he got into it. Some people were like talking bad about me on like volunteer page. Really, really? Some of them. Yeah, because you're like, get over my wall. Yeah. If you need to help each other, help I each would, other. But I was. We I, are family out right. here. Don't stand there and look at it. Get over the wall. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, but see, the thing about it was, man, I was trying to pump people up. But I, I mean, from like a coaching standpoint. So, I, in hindsight, I guess I get how some people probably wouldn't like that. So I was in. I was getting into it. What can I say? I'm sorry. I think you were channeling uh, Arlie Ermy from uh, Full Metal Jacket. He was telling Private Powell to get his exactly, but ball. I don't know how many races I've done. I mean, I want to thank everybody for volunteer first and foremost. But I don't know how many how many races have you gone to where you don't even notice the volunteers there. I want to. I wanted to stand out. I wanted people to remember. Me. Oh, they did. They, they did. certainly did. I remember. Man, I bet I helped. I only worked half a shift at the eight-foot wall. I guarantee you I helped over 300 people get Because you wanted wall. to grab the girls' asses. I was more sore. I was more sore from helping people over that wall than I was from doing the race the day before. 
And I was muddier too, just about. You're probably hoarse also. <clears throat> oh yeah, I was. I was definitely. I was getting uh-huh. a headache. So, but but uh, but my background. Uh, I always played baseball growing up through high school. Five years college baseball. Uh, for the last seven, eight years since I was 35 and 43. So the last seven seasons, I played uh, on either one or two summer or spring summer. Uh, baseball leagues but uh, it was tough last year because I had a, uh, a quad injury from baseball and that's what you mentioned Asheville me getting uh, not seeing Hunter uh, I was nursing that quad injury then it Asheville was so brutal last year Asheville that, was awesome about last year three and a half four miles my it was a bucket brigade that's when my quad, it just gave out. I literally had to walk the rest of the race. It took me over five hours. See, Bucket wasn't hard for me, man. Sandbag was brutal to me. Yeah. When I got the sandbag, good. I was like, man, you got to be kidding me. I got chicked at the sandbag. Yeah. But even even going uphill, downhill, my quad, is the upper quad strain was just killing me. Um, but so that's why this year I decided to you know, take a leap of faith, uh, forego playing baseball. Uh, to concentrate on on Spartan race, hundred uh, percent gives me more time to train. Uh, I was doing. Uh, we were playing every Sunday. Then Hillary will be happier. Yeah, she will. I have more time for my sweetie. That's right. You know. uh, I was playing one game during the week, so I couldn't run during the week. I'd be too sore for the Saturday. So it's hard getting the, the long training runs in, uh, and then you know just natural injury from from a long baseball season. You know, playing thirty forty games. Uh, throughout the year, uh, so I decided to do this full time. I think we got 24, 25 races scheduled for this year. Yes, uh, that's about how many races there. we've done all the way too. Yeah, so this year's going to be twenty something races. Be a, a long but fun year. So definitely challenging. Yeah, one but, of these days we'll be at the hundred race mark. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe. I finally get Scott to drink his post race beer after our hundredth race. So I tell you what. I'll tell you what, I might throw it back up, but if we get to 100 races, I'll, I'll, I'll drink a beer with you. I'd rather drink a shot of something, but I'll drink a beer with you. How are you going to throw up one beer? Because it's nasty as hell. I've never drank a beer I liked. I mean, golly. It's all disgusting, man. That's just, I mean, now your vagina's just talking. Whatever, man. Your hoo-ha's hanging out. What, 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 isn't beer like mainly yeast anyway? So. Yep. <laughs> did you just fart on my podcast again this is the second time we've recorded this podcast and he farted on it again i'm a gassy individual he's a very gassy individual the first time he met my girlfriend we go out to eat at longhorn and he just lifts up one side and farts right there in front of her and we just laugh it off Dude, i held it for so long my stomach was hurting and finally, I was like, man, I just, I can't. We just met you at the restaurant. We just no, drove we, up from South Georgia. We were standing there uh, up front for a while. Oh, wanna, yeah. So you held yeah. it for what, 20 minutes? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I didn't think it was going to be that loud. And it just it echoed off that, that cushion. And, you know. See, this is normal around him because, like, Friday night. I'm like asleep. Oh, I didn't sleep very good. I slept like four hours. And it was like three o'clock. Yeah, it was or two three, o'clock. Three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock. I was already like awake and looking at my phone or something. And 
I hear Michael's over there. Michael is either doing one or two things in his sleep, and that's snoring or farting. And he echoes, I mean, the curtains move oh, when he God, farted. It woke me up. <laughs> I literally, I thought, I, I, I questioned whether I shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it literally woke me up. And then I, when I picked my phone up and looked at my phone, I think I checked my DraftKings and you look back over and I'm Yeah, you were asleep with the phone, phone in your hand. Yeah. I was talking to you and like, you know he's still asleep because you talk to him and he just, just doesn't respond at all. And Martin, that came down with you, he was over there just like in the coffin position and didn't move like that from that all night. He yeah. slept like a baby. Yeah. Y'all just must not have as much stress in your life as I do or something, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, so our weekend started, it started off with an adventure before the race. And I'm going to let Michael tell this part because I just think it was hilarious that he got to the hotel before I did. Yeah, so Scott, you might know this, Scott's cheap. I'm not. Oh, you're frugal? You don't use frugal? Scott's fucking cheap. I'm, I'm not like cheap cheap but i'm going to try to save i try to save money i'm not going to say i'm cheap if it's something i want and it's expensive i'll buy it but i'm not hotel gonna, hotel sense you, you you're cheap i know how to save money on hotels so i do it i'm i'm a wyndham timeshare owner i have wyndham rewards card and i have a uh, a corporate discount code with them you know so yeah so scott's driving up from south so Georgia. i usually book the hotels for us and michael always busts my balls about it yeah and martin and i drive down from just above atlanta so he's my navigator and i'm like scott sends us the address and we pull up into phoenix city alabama because we're doing the fort benning sprint uh on saturday morning pull up and i'm like i see the hotel i'm like dude check Double check that address. I don't think we're at the right place. He double said, yes, this is the right place, right place. Because the sign out front, there was a Super 8 roadside sign out front, and just above it, there's a big sign that said Colonial Inn. We pull up to the front. There's two hotels there, and they were separated by a swimming pool. Both of them look like something out of a horror movie. Yeah. But so we pull up and go through like the, uh, the little drive-through, and nothing... On the windows, nothing says Super 8. Nothing. Uh, and I'm thinking, man, this is a big crack den. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's no way we're staying here. So this can't be it. So we decided to drive up on top of the hill to the, uh, to the other building slash hotel slash crack den. We pull around that, that place. The grass is about three foot tall. There's three or four mattresses, just old mattresses stacked out on top of the grass on top of each other. Um, one of the rooms, somebody had driven their damn car through the front, I'm not talking about the front door, through the entire front wall. Yeah, but they fixed it. Yeah, they fixed it, not with plywood, <laughs> not with two by fours. They had damn bed sheets tied up so you couldn't see actually through the room. Yeah, but I, from what it looked like, it was like some really high, you know, thread count Egyptian sheets. Yeah, that a crackhead had thrown up on. Probably. <laughs> so we we see this cat standing out front. Tell Martin, said, ask him where the Super Eight is. Mm. We ask him. He said, "Oh, it's the hotel down at the bottom of the hill, which is you know pretty much adjacent to the crack yeah, hotel." It wasn't no 
Yeah. We pull back down. I'm like, no way in hell. I call Scott. I'm like, dude, this we're not fucking staying here. That they would f bomb. They would first f bomb on the show ever. They would rob everything is in my truck, my rim. They would get tires ripped, everything. He thought I was joking. He said, but the pictures online look like it's good. I get yeah. out, take a picture of the place, uh, send it to him. He's like, yeah, we're that's not it. There. That's not it. So we wait about another 20, 30 minutes before Scott gets there in the parking lot. And there's these woods beside it. And we see, I had we had to see at least half a dozen just, I mean, crackheads yeah, man, come out of the was, woods walking up to the colonial inn. It was seriously bad. It was awful. I mean, there was like a million pine cones in the park lot and the grass. I mean, I mean, it looked like they hadn't took care of the uh, the yards in like forever. Yeah. If we'd have stayed there, somebody would have caught syphilis, herpes or something. Got stabbed. Bed bugs, yeah. Or got something some, would have happened. It would have been good. Or got some bad mess. Yeah. <laughs> Probably got a good deal on a, a baggie. Yeah. But uh, so before then, before Scott gets there, I get on Hotels.com, yeah. and I set us up a uh, another reservation for across town at the La Quinta Inn. Uh, so he agrees. We go over check into the La Quinta Inn. We're checking into the La Quinta Inn. This actually in Columbus, Georgia. Yeah, Columbus is. It's only it, it's it, only six and a half seven miles. Yeah, away. Columbus has kind of got. Some rough parts to yeah. too, if you've never been. So there. we walk in, and the two black girls are, are behind the front desk, and the one that helped me was named Precious. I don't know if it's a given name. Her name tag said Precious. She was sweet too. So I start just busting Scott's balls, saying that yeah, he had us at the Super Eight over in Phoenix City. She literally cut her eyes up at me, said y'all were going to stay on the south side. <laughs> Looks at her friend. They both start laughing. I'm like, man, if Precious working at La Quinta Inn is laughing <laughs> about where you had us going to stay, I mean, it, it couldn't have been it good. It couldn't have been good. No. So so we get checked into the room, and I call Wyndham, you know, direct, and, you know, going to cancel it so make sure they won't, you know, see if I can get out of them charging me for late cancellation. And they say, no, you actually got to go inside the hotel and cancel it. And we're like, great. And so before we go eat, we drive back over there and I go inside this place and, you know, and like when I booked the place, I'm not kidding you, it looked super nice. The rooms look nice, everything. I mean, it was a Super 8, cost $75 a night. I mean, most of the time you can get a Super 8 in Georgia for like $50, $55 a night. So I figured if it cost $75 a night, it must be pretty good. It must be the shit. Because most of the time, you know, I try to get us like a micro tail or something because they're always nice. And uh, except for the one we stayed at, in, well, the one we stayed at in Columbia was nice, but it just had a major electrical shock therapy hazard. Oh in yeah, it. yeah. <clears throat> I have a video of that. Uh, so anyway, so I walk into the doors of this place, and like I said, the outside of this place looks like a penitentiary. Like they're fixing to shoot a horror movie here. I walk inside this place, and it is freaking immaculate on the inside of this place it looks better than the la quinta that we're staying in i mean just like they got a little breakfast area with a bar and all of the food stuff just looks really nice i mean it looked like they just put this carpet down everything's freshly painted i mean it's just super nice in there i go up to the front desk 
and there's an Oriental girl there, and she's gorgeous. Asian. Asian. Objects are Oriental. People are Asian. All right. Okay. Tiff's in Georgia. I know. So, anyway, she's, is, I mean, she's gorgeous. She's uh, dressed to a T. She looks like a stewardess on Delta Airlines, you know. And I said, hey, uh, I, you know, I want to cancel my uh, reservation. And, I'm, <clears throat> and she says, okay, well, what's the reason why? And I said, uh, and I'm sitting there, you know, looking, looking around thinking, man, this place looks really nice on the inside. And I'm like, well, I don't feel safe staying here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she didn't charge me and. We got out of there, and I go back and get in the truck with them, and I tell them about it, and they're like, yeah, well, looking from the truck, it does look pretty good on the inside, but still, I wouldn't. The I'm, lobby did look a little I, I, I From the parking lot, I, I wouldn't have wanted to leave my car in the parking lot either. I, I questioned the, it was immaculate on the inside comment. Whatever. You said it even from the I truck. Said it looked, I said the lobby did look better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, but like I said, the lobby looked like the pictures I saw, but I couldn't park. Our, we can't park our vehicles in the. Lobby. They didn't. They didn't show no pictures of the outside of that place when I booked it. I guarantee you that. You know why? Yeah, yeah it was shithole. Yeah. So yeah, looked like a place you used to hang out so when that, you were a kid. Yeah, that was a that was a uh, that was a first adventure of the weekend. Yep. Uh, yep. So we go eat at um, Longhorns. Yeah, and we met uh, Jason. I think it was Jason and Russell there. Two cool guys. We sat right beside them, talked Spartan with them. Seen them at the next day at the race, too. Yeah, it's always cool to, uh, you know, you go out of town to these events. You'll always, no matter where you stay, you'll see somebody wearing a Spartan shirt. So, you know, everybody talks to everybody. So it's, it's yeah. kind of a... Mostly really, everybody always say, I'll yeah. usually always say, hey, what's up? Yeah. Great camaraderie. Great yeah. camaraderie. Uh, We're a family. Yeah. <clears throat> so yep, we go Longhorn, go to sleep. Michael farts and snores in sleep all night, and uh, get up the next morning, get ready to go. Then Michael locks everything in the room, locks the key cards in the room, and no, I forgot the key card in the room. I thought it was in my wallet. <laughs> so anyway, then we, we have something in the morning. Mistakes happen. Don't judge. We got to go to the front desk and wait for all that, but we still made it to the venue plenty of time. Uh, ran the race. Um, and, and this year, uh, I don't know who, who ran Fort Benning and, and, and who, if you ran Fort Benning both years compared to like, cause I did two military races last year. I did Fort Campbell, which is one in Nashville, which is technically really in Kentucky. Like this one's technically more in Alabama than it is in Georgia. So Fort Campbell was a real military run to me because you ran through like the dummy towns where they practice and everything you ran in and out of the buildings and it was really cool here you're at just your own military property free parking and uh you're at the an old airstrip and besides just you run down a service road and there's a military presence there besides that it's your typical sprint it's flat course there was one eccentric uh, obstacle there, which is nothing to it. It's a, just a really low-hanging cargo net, and it hangs over a, like a part of the road, and there's a mud puddle under it, and you just go under it. And, uh, and last year they had that. It was in the exact same place. And uh, there was one part last year where you kind of walked through. You walked under some barbed wire with a dummy AR, AR or M16. <laughs> and uh i mean besides that and uh 
but this year, you know, the military was there, and uh, me and Michael, we was in the corral waiting to take off, and uh, you told it better. Yeah, what was so cool is, uh, I think it was it was uh, before the national anthem. Yep, right before, before the national anthem. Um, they have the, the helicopter. I don't know what kind it was. I don't know if it was, uh, uh, what was those on a black, I think it was a black hawk. Yeah, it was a black hawk. And, uh, you could see it at five, that hovering at 5,000 feet. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. You couldn't and, even hear it. No. It was 5,000 feet. Well, I mean, well, the, the music was going in the yeah. venue too, so that might be why you So, there's a guy announcing, <clears throat> and you have six jumpers coming out, and, uh, you see them jump out, deploy their chutes. Uh, they got the red smoke coming off their heels. And you know, he's talking the whole time, you know, about the, uh, that whole program they have. And uh, as they're coming in, um, these guys are so good that in the air, they separate themselves enough so uh, one person can land. And as they're coming in landing, he's saying, this is Sergeant so-and-so. Uh, he's telling him, you know where he's from, how many jumps he's got, his whole credentials. This dude lands, you know, gets out of the way. Next guy comes in. Same thing. They all space themselves perfect. I don't know how they do it, but it they was all, pretty cool. You know, space themselves perfectly. And uh, there's a big X right beside the starting corral. And I was thinking, there's no way in hell these guys. They're way over here. How are they gonna get over here to this X? But you know, they did it. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. What a cool experience. Yeah, um, and, not, so. and not to mention, you know, they had a little tent set up, and they were giving away tons of free stuff that said the Army on it. They had, like, you know, the chief... It was rec recruiting stuff for special ops recruiting. Yeah, they had, like, drawstring bags and Bluetooth speakers, coffee cups, uh, services, and they had an iPad uh, case and dry fit shirts they were giving out. It was super cool. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know, last year the the Rangers all started before the elite class, so you really didn't see them. You you passed some of the, the slower guys, the private piles uh, with yeah. jelly with jelly donuts. Yeah, what's that in your Foot Locker private pile? A jelly donut. A jelly donut. Get uh, off of my obstacle. <laughs> so uh, Scott and I like to quote movie lines. My my wife yeah. tells me that I'm. I'm autistic and I speak in movie lines. A yeah, lot, he knows so. a lot more than I do. Um, but yeah, so that but, was like when the first time we met in Ohio, we did the Beast, and I think within the first quarter mile, we were already like kind of saying Pulp Fiction and Star Wars lines back and forth to each other. Oh yeah, and Pulp Fiction is awesome because you get to cuss during during the lines and stuff. So yeah, uh, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but this year the Elite started, and then the Rangers went out. So, you know, uh, we didn't run with them, but we, we got salt. You know, we see them come in and, and finish up. So, and Killian was there this year. I think it? they had the best Ranger competition again. I don't know when it was. I think I saw something online that maybe it was a later part of the week, uh, but I think that's when it was, was this weekend. But last year, like, the Rangers got into the Spartan Corral and did the Spartan race in front of us. And uh, I think Killian and his team member, member because it was a, a pairage thing, you had to stay with your, your teammate, which was teams of two. And Killian won it last year doing that. I remember that. And they're, like, dressed out in fatigues and everything. Yeah, yeah. 
Hey, well, they have other things they do too in that in that competition, in the best ranger competition. It's just you know just a spark. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, definitely wasn't a spark. So, yeah, it's definitely both of them were. Both years were different, but and unique and in, and good in, in both ways. So this so year, this year it was drier, and they had like where there a lot of little mud puddles would be, and I'm sure a lot of people noticed this over the weekend. There was these little tiny little ridges or ruts on the ground, and uh, when you would, they were just perfect for making you, you know, bend your ankle the wrong way. I mean, you would tweak. I tweaked mine a couple of times. Uh, to the point where I figured it'd be in best interest to slow down just a tad. Yeah, I think everybody had to slow down through those things. And one of them was maybe probably 100 yards or so long. Yeah, it and was you bad. you literally, I mean, you fold that thing over if you weren't paying attention. Yeah. Uh, but basically the same course as last year. Exactly. Um, Bucket was in the same place. Yeah. We may have veered off this, that course from last year just a little bit. Uh, but really flat, really fast. That's why we decided to, uh, last year we did Charlotte both days. Well, Benny was on a separate yeah, weekend. Benny was like, what, the weekend after Charlotte or something? Yeah. Or two weeks after Charlotte? Yeah, but we we knew Benny would be fast. We knew we'd you know, get good times there. So that's why we decided to go do Benning uh, on Saturday, drive to Charlotte, do Charlotte. Uh, we wanted a military medal too. Yeah, military medal. Because that's the only before. military race we're going to do this year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, really fun race. Yeah. Um, I think we went. A lot of the the, uh, the obstacles were at the end too. They were, ones, especially the tough ones. And they were straight in a row. Yeah, you had a lot of long runs. Not a, not a lot of technical places on the course. Uh, flat. They they said it was about four hundred feet of elevation gain. I think, what did you get, 700? I had 700 I on yeah, my race, but I don't, like that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't think it was there was that much either. I didn't think to check my watch and see what mine said. Uh, but it, it was just over 5 miles, 5.2 miles. And I, Besides just going in and out of ditches, maybe, I remember like one hill that wasn't nothing like a hill that would even yeah. be an Atlanta sprint. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but the last part... Of the last part, I think, is what's uh, the worst. Yeah, it was, you, you basically there's an airstrip, an old airstrip that's about maybe three quarters of mile to one mile long, and then when you come out of the the woods, uh, we had they hit you back to back to back with these things. It was a wall, eight foot wall. Uh, I think it was a seven foot wall. Somebody told seven foot wall. Yeah, yeah, seven foot wall and hoist. Yeah, Hercules hoist spear throw. Was it rope? Yeah, then the rope. Then Olympus. Olympus. Rings. Rings, a rig. Dunk wall, slip wall. The slip wall. Yeah, dunk wall, slip wall, fire jump. Yeah. So that was all kind of packed in there. Which those are all the, where was the monkey bars this year? They were in about the same place they was last year, about yeah, halfway mid, through. Right, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, they were wet, but they weren't, they wasn't bad. Yeah. So that's way, uh, you know, if anybody ran the race, uh, you know, run, definitely a runner's course. Yeah. Definitely a runner's course. Uh, My boy Lance Johnson kicked ass. He ended up pulling out eighth. Me and him bonded because we both missed the spear throw. So, I mean, he pulled off eighth place and, you know, had to do 30 burpees, which is freaking awesome. Yeah. So me and him 
we exchanged several times during the race and uh <clears throat> we both got to the spear throw and he was right beside me he threw his and went shit and went over there and started and i threw mine and probably went fuck because i prefer that obscenity <laughs> when i mess up and so i went over there <clears throat> and i've started counting my burpees out loud because a girl that we know she won first place in atlanta last year and she didn't or charlotte curtis and she didn't count her burpees outright and so she missed one one or two two burpees two burpees and it put her in second place when they added the extra because i think it's 30 seconds a burpee yeah. you don't do correctly or you skip so ever since then i'm the dork that's over there counting my burpees out loud but i'm, I'm not like loud but loud enough that i can hear it yeah and so i'm over there and lance has already started and so i start counting mine out loud and then i hear him counting his out loud and we we both finished about the same time but Man, he's just got, he can recover better than I can because he was got up and he was gone and I was just kind of walking a little bit and he already had a slow jog going. I was over there panting like a dog. So the spear is the only thing you missed? Yep. Again? I got it in Atlanta. Both days. Scott's spear deficient. I'm not. I, I mean, I did it in Atlanta all three races and I even showed uh, Garrett and, uh, what's Garrett's brother's name? Gavin. Gavin. I mean, I threw it like three or four times in Atlanta and didn't have any problems. I didn't practice before these races. Did you get so. it today? No. Huh? No. They can't, oh, you know. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Make sure that picked up on the microphone there. I'm sure it so, did. Yeah. So, uh, as far as for me, um, I didn't sleep good because somebody was snoring and farting and farting. Yeah. But for me, messed up my aim. <laughs> <laughs> For me, what I tried to do in the all season was I knew where I was uh, lacking is uh, is my running because last year I was I, I would race at around 215. This year I'm about 205. But so in the all season I worked on my running a lot and a lot of my grip strength exercises as far as I had, I had trouble with the rig. I made made one or I think two rigs last year. Uh, it's just hard holding my big ass up. Um, I didn't miss a penny. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so I'd hit Olympus. I did Olympus every day in Atlanta except the first day when it was raining and wet. See, I got it the first day and I missed it the second day. Yeah. I uh, couldn't put my feet up on it the second day. It was just no go. I did yeah. worse on it there than I did today in Charlotte. Yeah, but so only thing I failed was I, uh, I'd rather have the Z wall back and yeah. get rid of Olympus. Z wall was I, easier. I fell, on, I fell on the rings on Saturday. At Benny, uh, trying to do them too fast. I was looking at my watch, knew I was trying to break one hour mark, and I knew that if I, I had to do something different than my standard hand to hand, uh, two hands on one ring. So I was trying to go ring, ring, skip one, and just <clears throat> just lost my grip and out of my comfort zone, and ended up having to do 30 burpees. Uh, but last year I went burpee free. That's the first race I ever went burpee free. Was last year's race at Benny? At Benny? Yep. Uh-uh. Yes, it was, too. Because, no, because you went burpee-free in Atlanta last year no, on one of those not. days. What did you mess up on in Atlanta in December? That was the first race I went burpee-free. Oh, it was the first ever. Oh, I thought you yeah. said that was the only no, race. the first one. Oh, I was um, about to say. So, but I think my time was still 104, which is the best I've ever done a, a sprint. So, I was super excited about that. 
Um, I think I was like a 53 something. Yeah. I still, I placed 14th and then like later on in the day, I guess there wasn't a good burpee count or somebody, or somebody didn't do something right and I ended up getting bumped up to 12th, which was awesome. That's a good race for me. I got lucky. I guess I, all the all the big runners were in Charlotte on Saturday and not Fort Benning. Yeah, doesn't that, that doesn't bother me at all because then it means I place higher also. So. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> but it's a good race. Uh, my boy Bryce Murray was there. He hung out with us for a little bit. Yeah, Joel Presley had a perfect race. He didn't mess nothing up. Yeah, Joel did awesome this weekend. I got yeah, videoed yeah. him doing the uh, the. Uh, Olympus and the rings, and uh, yep. I think he typically has trouble with the rings or the rig, but he hit it. Yeah, he did good. He hit it in the mouth this weekend, did good. Man, he did Olympus really good. Yeah. Way faster than I did it. Yeah. I just don't have a good pattern down for it yet. I'm you see, that's what I like about, about Spartans. Everybody has their has strong their, points. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, it's just the camaraderie, because you know everybody, yeah. and you're cheering for everybody. You know I mean? Even... Uh, you know, I race against myself. And I've, you know. and I've said it once and I'll say it again. The cool thing about running elite is you're always going to see somebody in elite heat that you know. Yep. Because this is, most of the time it's the same people doing them. Especially if you're in a location where you're going to all the races that are close to you. You're going to see somebody you know. So you always got somebody to cheer on, you know. or Everybody's super cool, you know. I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy that part yeah. about running elite. So then we get in the car. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Drop Scott follows me to Atlanta. We drop his car at a parking fly, probably the safest place in Atlanta to leave a car. Yeah. Uh, and we drop Martin off yeah, his car. Head over to uh, to Charlotte last night uh, to run today. Yep. And uh, what the hotel was it was a super eight this time, but it was. It was uneventful. It was it was a nice room. Yeah, it was nice. The so room was nicer than everything else for sure. Yeah, so I can't bust Scott's balls about that too much. Hey, so. I did good, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I usually don't get super eights, but it was just I figured I'd try it. Yeah. But uh but oh yesterday morning it was what, forty, forty one when yeah, we started? It was forty and then it was cold, I couldn't feel my fingers. Yeah, and then uh this morning of course we got it in the car. In the truck, and it was said 47. Was man, it's not bad at all. And like the closer but, we got to the venue, the, the colder the it got. Was 36. Yeah. And uh, anybody that races early in the morning knows that uh, the dew, mm. uh, frost, those, those weather conditions on the metal just sucks when you're trying to do yeah. a grip grip uh, obstacles. And and that's first thing I check is the the handrails at the you know the uh, yeah, they were covered in frost and condensation, so you knew all the obstacles were going to have it on it. Yeah, that's the that's the crappy thing about running elite is because when the monkey bars are wet, they are way harder. Yeah. Because midday when they're dry, it's it's cake. Yep. You know everything's wet and everything's always harder first thing in the morning. Yeah, but the Charlotte race. Uh... It was, if anybody did Charlotte last year, it was almost the opposite direction that we ran last year. I don't know. Didn't we start off, we started off running down the same hill. Yes, but, but we made a left where we finished this year. Yeah. Yeah, it was different. But, because uh, you're right, because when we come down that dirt road, coming to the finish line this year, 
that was like the dirt road we went out on last year coming yeah. around that building because i remember that little concrete backup ramp or whatever yeah. it was to that building yeah but the start of this race was really fast yeah because really it went fast. downhill you started at first couple hundred yards was downhill then it was yeah. flat on a big the big straightaway yeah. and i remember looking at uh <clears throat> looking at my watch at a mile in and i was at 930 in the 930s which is really fast for me by about a minute minute and a half yeah and but my legs felt good so i just i said hell i'll just keep doing the same pace i'm, I'm pacing that pretty good right <clears throat> and i typically never see scott i see scott at the beginning of the race maybe 50 100 feet and we met up with uh well, we've seen a bunch of people we knew we've seen tyler mccready and john crosby yeah. first thing when we got there and tyler's girlfriend Alex, yeah, I don't know. I, I heard, heard last names like Sawicki. I'm probably butchering it. I think it's something like that. Anyway, so we seen them, talked to them, you know, seen my friend Dan Weber. We met him in New Jersey at Ultra last year, and uh, and me and Jason, <clears throat> we ran in Asheville with Jason last year. So Jason's a pretty good friend with us. He crashed with us in Atlanta, run Atlanta with us both days, and he did the hurricane heat and. Ran, did hearts and scars, more hearts and scars with us. Yeah, uh, he walked with us with that too. And uh, we met Jason in Ohio last year because I was volunteering on Friday, and, and I pulled in like right behind him, and he was like, "Yeah, I only live an hour from here." And look at my abs. And <laughs> <laughs> if anybody that's ever met Jason Hart, he's all about them abs. And uh, <laughs> we went and ate at a. Twin Peaks last night, and it was uh, me, you, Jason, and Jason's girl friend that is a girl that but is not his girlfriend. Jen, Jennifer. Jen, and their buddy Sean, and uh, a couple. Don, Don and Carrie with a K from the 40 group. From 40 group, we tried to get some 40s to come hang out with us, but it turned out to be smaller. But it was cool. We had a good time. Yeah. And of course, uh, Jason was showing pictures of his abs. Yeah, too. Jason yeah. was like trying to get the waitress's number and showing his abs off. Yeah. Hey, look at my abs. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's super cool guy. Uh, but anyway, me and Jason, Jason's a faster runner than me. But uh, I can kind of keep up with him for a little bit during the race. If I mess up an obstacle, he's gone. I There's no way I can catch back up with him. Um, so, Jay, me and Jason we're pretty conservative coming out of the corral we kind of hang around like a seven minute pace like under 7 30 mostly and uh he got out in front of me and i i ran up beside him i was like hey dude we're running like 6 30 pace you know it's a lot faster than we usually go <laughs> and so uh but i mean we felt good i mean and uh yeah it was flat because the first two miles was was the over under through the six foot wall the uh little six by six you gotta crawl over so the hay bales you yeah. flip over you know it's minor stuff you keep a good pace i know me and jason we was running right beside each other just talking and uh, having a good time dan was dan was right there with us too and uh and then we got to olympus and that was when my race started going downhill fast yeah because that was a 1.8 in and uh yeah. and I got like all the way through it and I, I try to stay in the holes uh, but when 
when you're up when you're in that there's one hole that's high and then you got to come down low and then my left hand because I'm, I'm right hand dominant so I usually get on the right side of the wall because I figure you know maybe I should leave with my right Jason got on a left hand wall but I didn't talk to him about that but I was, I was going to ask him if he thought going left hand let on a left wall when you're right hand dominant is maybe easier yeah, I think that, that sort of thing's personal preference. I think so. I, I think. I mean, I think so too. I mean, it, I mean, there's no rule or, or, you know, proof that going on your right hand dominant side is going to make it easier. Yeah. But, you know, I just assume. So, we. But anyway, so when you're in that the hole that's high with your hand with your right hand, it's like dropping to the low hole with your right hand just seems sketchy because you're lowering yourself on the wall and that's when your feet want to come out from under you because i plant my feet flat against it and try to get them up as high as i can yeah and of course they slid out from under me a couple of times and i recovered and i got about three quarters of the way across the wall and they slid out from under me and i couldn't i just lost my grip and fell to the ground and went to do my burpees and I was over there doing my burpees and that was when Jason Dan left me and uh, I was doing my burpees and I seen uh, I seen Michael coming up and he was getting on the obstacle and I was almost doing my burpees and I'm like hell yeah Michael's running hard today if, if you know if he's right there I know he's doing good and so uh, I finished my burpees and tell Michael well, I stopped, when I started the <clears throat> You know, I, I knew my, like I said, I knew my pace was more, was pushing myself more, and I didn't realize how much of an effect it was going to have on my upper body being tired, because, you know, I'm trying to push myself, so I'm kind of learning new things about, you know, training, ways to train, and, you know, how my body reacts during these races. So, I typically put my feet flat on the wall and use all the holes. Uh, don't, I don't go with the chains, don't go with the grips, just three fingers in the hole, uh, what she said and uh um, that was coming yeah so we <laughs> and typically it's not i can do it fairly uh easily well your your feet are already muddy uh and my feet just kept slipping so i decided hey i'm gonna drop to my knees and just knee walk it and do the same yeah, thing that don't work for me i got to about halfway i think you got finished doing your your burpees and, yeah. uh, and so the, I hear you say, come on, you got it. Then uh, The bucket brigade is probably 100 yards. No, it's further than that. Maybe, okay. Maybe 200, 300. This is a good really? run. Yeah, uh, maybe 200, 300 yards. Yeah. Oh, anyway, you could see it from Olympus. Yes. But it was still pretty far. And I was almost there. And that was... <laughs> I heard Michael holler obscenities. I yelled. Yelled. Go in the holler. Yeah, yelled. he yelled obscenities loud enough that I can, I could hear it and oh yeah everybody heard if that there wasn't music at the festival they probably would have yeah. heard it at the festival area so I laughed and can and about that time I started filling my bucket up and Jason and Dan were emptying theirs and taking off and I was like yeah there's no way I'll see them again and uh so uh yeah I got I got all the way to the end to the there was one more hole I had to reach up, like you said, the high one. I had to go up to the high one, and then I was on the uh, go high with my right hand. I think 
uh, middle with my left hand and just reach up and hit the belt. It was right there. And my damn knees just slipped off that wall. I mean, grip, I was still gripping the wall. My knees just, I couldn't, it just didn't stay on there. Yeah. And man, I mean, I was right there. So I wasted all that energy and arm strength. It still messed it up. It still messed it up. So yeah, that's when the the loud motherfucker came out of my mouth. Yeah. I think the cows yeah. started running. I yelled it so loud. All the cows turned yeah. and their ears perked So I got, had to bust out my 30 burpees. By the time I got to the bucket, you were there dumping yours as I'm filling mine up. Yep. So, but that was the last time I saw you. Yep, and I was, th <laughs> I, and I was thinking, you know, and I, after I heard Michael do that and I was filling up my bucket, I said, I bet when I finish my bucket, I'll see Michael you know approaching the bucket because i'd seen dan and jason there and so and sure enough i was coming up that last little hill with a bucket and here come michael i even poured my rocks in his bucket yeah and well you hit the top of the rocks and it all fell down yeah i was able to get some of your rocks yeah um, i was helping you get your rocks off yeah <laughs> but for <laughs> me uh after that because my arms were just dead from you know, basically doing Olympus, then doing the 30 burpees, and then after the bucket brigade, I mean, my arms were dead. I was running trying to shake them out because I, I just didn't realize that me running at such a faster pace than I'm used to, it would take that sort of toll on my, my, arm, my arm strength um, and grip strength. Uh, so I struggled with that the rest of the race just trying to get feeling back in my arm I'm like why my arms my arms just felt dead uh, and I remember going to a plate drag uh, I was pulling it perfect and dude that damn plate literally hit a three inch I didn't, I didn't see it or I didn't grab that plate hit a three inch minded to I had like to reset it yeah I and I, I stood it. up trying to pull nothing so they said hey you can just reset it so you reset yeah. it past it but still having to stop get up and reset come back, come yeah, back. I mean, you're time. pissed you know but man every single there was like and when i went and did that i was looked at the ones around it and i like most of them had that same yeah. thing but still but when it hits that thing you you, 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 you try to pull a couple times and it's more arm strength more arm strength yep and uh so I, I would i would suggest anybody doing it is to take the time and look before you just grab one, I thought I that, that I wore did me look, out. I, I thought I had a good one, and it, it like it's like I said, it stuck on that ridge. You couldn't see it. Yeah, but I remember after doing the plate drag, I was just pissed that I had to get up and shift the plate. You know, and me trying to, I tried to pull on it four or five times and just exerting that energy. Yeah. And we had that little run, a uh, little straight run, where we went around and went, uh, did the sandbag. Uh, yeah. I remember just before we had the sandbag, I was just thinking, all right, this is the point of the race. It sucks, don't get frustrated, push through, push through, push through. Um, sandbag had a heel to it, but I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, sandbag wasn't bad at all. Well, they was, had the pancakes. They, they had, had the, the single pancakes. They had the old style sandbags, and, and they were lighter. lighter. Yeah, they were lighter. Yeah. been doing. Because uh, you know, the new sandbags are the ones that are longer, and you put over, put them over your shoulders. Yeah, they're a little heavier. So that one felt, you know, like yeah. nothing. Um, so, but the race was. It was relatively flat. It was really fast, but it had some, some, uh, some a few hills to it. Um, yeah. We had to go through a lot more mud than we did bending. Yeah. Uh, it definitely wasn't as muddy as it had been in past years because we didn't have to go trump through all the cow shit swamp like we've had before <laughs> in the last couple of yeah. years. And Jason was telling us, you know, when we was eating Saturday night, he's like, yeah, the barbed wire is super low. You can't even 
roll under it without scratching your shoulders on it you got to crawl the whole thing and it was pretty long too and so when i get to the barbed wire i was like really i mean yeah. I, was, I was thinking either the mud got smashed down a lot or they raised they the barbed had, wire they up. had to raise that barbed wire. well that's what jason said at the end of the yeah. race he said he's probably he told me at the end of the race he said you probably think I'm a pussy after I said <laughs> told you about that barbed wire. It's like they raised it up. I was like, yeah, I figured they did when I got there. Yeah. And so we got to the barbed wire, and it was it was muddy, but it was like packed, but still kind of like mushy soft. A lot of the water. I had loved dried, it. Had dried before. It was great yesterday. conditions because you could crawl through it, but I would crawl and get a good momentum going, and I'd just tumble myself into a roll with momentum. And I would, and then I would do it again. And I just kept doing that until I got to the end. I, I passed a couple of guys through there, I believe. Yeah, I just, I, I just basically crawled the whole way. Uh, that's where the the first place female passed me. She was a shorter chick, and uh, I mean, hell, she was almost like sideways bear crawling on, you know, on her hands and feet. Uh, she just had the physique to be able to do that. Right. And I mean, hell, she passed me right at the end of it. Uh, but I, was, I was thinking, damn, you know, she, that, this thing's built perfect for her. And when she passed you, you were probably like, I bet I can drink more beer than you. I bet I could drink more beer than you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and right after the barbed wire was uh, rolling mud and the dunk wall. And yesterday, or Friday, no, Saturday, Saturday night, I seen where Joe Crosby, John a friend Crosby. of ours, John Crosby, a friend of ours, uh, it, it butt scratched his head, and I figured he did it on the barbed wire because Jason had told us how low it was. And uh, this morning I was talking to him. He's like, no, I did it on the dunk wall, you know. And I was like, dang, he must have, you know, hit it when he went under it, you know. And I found out, uh, so the way I usually go under the dunk wall, I jump right in the water. As soon as I hit the water, I go underwater and swim under the wall just to do it quick, to go fast. And... Uh, so I did that, and so when I go underwater and push off of the, the ground, I just go head first right into the wall, and I bet I shook the mud off that wall. I hit it so hard. I mean, it like popped my neck. I hit it so hard. I, I'm sure, if, I don't remember if they were taking pictures there or not, but I'm sure you'll see. came out, yeah. I'm sure they'll see the expression on my face because I was like had the damn, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. The uh, yeah, typically that the wood is only about a foot below. Yeah, it was like two oh, feet man. below. I, I typically do the same thing you do, but I'll lead with my hand and grab the bottom and just kind of pull myself under. Like I grab, reach for where the bottom would typically be, and it was a lot lower. I was like, ooh. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> but the rolling mud wasn't that bad. Uh, I've seen a lot worse rolling mud. No, it wasn't bad at all. In Atlanta, they only had two. Uh, two pits, then the dunk wall. This one had three pits, then the dunk wall. So, yeah. but it was yeah, it wasn't that bad, and it wasn't that cold. I mean, by that time, I was warmed up pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I, I, I could feel my fingertips after I did thirty burpees at Olympus. I guess burpees get the blood flowing back in your fingertips. They apparently uh, do. Apparently, they apparently, apparently do. do. So, <laughs> but yeah. Then I think uh, just I think that's where me and me and Scott. My buddy Scott Lemus was there, and I think I met up with him, and I, we ran pretty close together the rest of that race. Or maybe, 
or maybe he called up. I think he called up with me after I did burpees somewhere. Did you? Have to, do you he missed spear throw too? <laughs> no, he got the spear. I think. And uh, so, and he got the monkey bars, and uh, because my time didn't show up, and that was how I uh, I I didn't see it when you go and look for it on the iPad. It didn't show up at all, and yours did. Yeah. So, but I knew I was I finished right behind him, so. I was pretty, I knew I could help them figure it out. But. Yeah, and the, the rig was the ring again. I think, I think it was all they're rings. probably. It was easy to me. Yeah, I think they're probably going to the rings this year more than, than last year. So. I'm just better with <coughs> grabbing things that are smaller yeah. in diameter. Yeah. That's just from, you know. Shut up! Dirt factor. <laughs> but the rings, like, like the monkey bars, if the monkey bars were smaller, I wouldn't have as much problems with it. It's just they're so big around. My hands are small. I don't have the best grip strength in the world. And like, I grabbed that third monkey bar today and I was like, there's no way. I mean, and so I just went ahead and more or less, I probably should have tried harder, but I just didn't think I was gonna make it. So I, I just let it go and went and did my burpees. Yeah. And the monkey bars were the last obstacle and it was fire jump and it's pretty much right there. So yeah. I just, I just let them go and just, would have hit did it yeah i failed uh i did the same thing with rings as i did with the uh olympus is i went back to my regular technique with one ring both hands next ring both hands and i just i got to the second to the last ring and it was you know hand just a little wet but <clears throat> my hand just slipped off and of course everybody on that side of the farm heard me yell fuck uh same thing bust out the uh 30 burpees uh water station was right there so I got a little shot of water because the next one was a seven foot wall so I was like great fucking arms are tired yeah did a seven foot wall uh then it was pretty much a, a, a pretty decent flat and you know, not bad yeah. run until uh Herkoise. I know me and Scott were right <laughs> me and Scott were right there together at the seven foot wall because we were talking because I said man you don't say well I hadn't seen the eight foot wall in a few races and he said I think that they're only going to put the eight foot wall at the longer races Super, yeah. super in the beast. Yeah, but uh, I don't remember. Was the eight foot wall in Atlanta? No, we haven't seen eight foot wall yet okay. in Atlanta, Fort Benning, or uh, Carolina. Yeah, but then the hurt hoist, top of the hill in front of the house. Yeah, hurt hoist was easy. Yeah, it almost it almost, to me lately it seems like there's not as much weight in it, or either I'm getting stronger. <laughs> it's probably just not much weight in it. Yeah, we know you're not getting stronger. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> But, but they said yesterday that everyone was so muddy because the bar crawl was so muddy uh, that they just carried that mud through Herkhoist. So Herkhoist was almost impossible because everybody's hands were slipping. Then you go down the hill uh, straight to the rope climb, right? Yeah. Yeah, straight to the rope climb. The rope climbs were still kind of muddy today, yeah. but once you got past the first few feet, it, it got easier. Yeah, well, the first time, first rope I grabbed, I got about halfway. And no matter, I tried to go with my hands and feet, I would slide back down. I did that like twice. I was like, I'm getting another fucking rope. Uh, pulled the gloves off, went over to found a drier rope, and went right up it. So you, uh, so you, you pulled a you pulled a Ryan Atkins in Asheville. The yeah. rope was too slippery, so you went to another rope. Dude, if I could run like Ryan Atkins. You I just would, didn't look as sexy doing it. He runs with his shirt off. I can't run with my shirt off. I'm gonna gross everybody out in the damn porch. You know? I will go sleeveless sometimes though. 
give people free tickets to the gun show. <laughs> and your awesome initials that you burnt into your arm. Hey, man, it's character. You totally. No, Atkins is beast, dude. I don't see how he does that stuff. I know, man. And the way he did that, that toughest mutter, that was insane. Yeah. Sandbagging the whole time. Jason was sandbagging me today. I told him to stop doing it. I know he's teabagged you in Atlanta. He told him to stop doing it. <laughs> what? <laughs> See you, dude. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so anyway, there's there's a rope climb. Then immediately after rope climb, spear throws right there. Which, did, we, did we mention that you missed the spear throw? I forgot. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we did. Okay. So, but... I didn't miss the spear throw again. I, I pulled a I pulled a Michael Robertson Dallas there too because there was actually people watching and I yelled an obscenity. In the festival area, you, I'm, you dude, you didn't you don't yell as loud as I do. No, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> yell as loud as you, but I did. Yeah, say every time I fail something, hey, I'm passionate about yeah. this sport. Every time I fail something, the word in some form. Comes that the word fuck comes in my mouth in some form. It's a motherfucker. No, I didn't it's say something. That. I didn't drop an F. Fuck me. It's something's coming out. I didn't and drop an I've F only though. gotten in trouble once. Uh, and that was in 2015 at the Dallas Beast. And Scott and I was running together. Uh, and it was really wet. And that was when they first, one of the first races, they started using just hay bales. Yeah. No but they Well, they didn't have hay bales there. They just had some damn hay on the ground. And I yeah. got three quarters of the way up. And I used the S-hook technique, um, but every time I would push up, I was sliding back down. And that was back, you know, is it one time you're done. And to stop myself from sliding, I basically just locked my feet down. When I locked my feet down, it made me, swung me out, so my back was parallel to the ground. And I've come down from, what, eight, 10 feet, flat on my damn back. It was hilarious. And I yelled <laughs> motherfucker so loud because I mean it, it hurt. I mean it that hurt. Yeah. And I look up and he there's kids standing bit. there. You have the t there's kids standing there yeah. watching like 10 feet from them. Like, it was like a Christian Academy school <laughs> youth group I think. Yeah then one of the little ones wanted to lay like hands the, on me. Like and the choir group. Said, He's the devil mama. He's the like, devil. We'll pray for you. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, that's the only time they tell me to watch my language. But uh, I think that was me that told you. I was like, "Hey, man, no, it's the guy working around. there too." Uh, uh, yeah, and that was when <laughs> it hurt my back so bad. We was running open, so I was like, "Screw this! I'm not doing burpees." I didn't do burpees. <laughs> I was just too. I, I, there was no way. I, was, I mean, it, that yeah. hurt. I did 90 burpees today. I haven't done 90 burpees in a long time. Yeah. I don't think I did 90 burpees all year last yes, year. Yes, you did. I did not. Like a liar. You did three races with spear throw, didn't you? Then you did 90 burpees. Shut up. No, I'm talking about in one race. Oh, no. I don't think so. Well, no. No, because I made the spear throw in Asheville. Yeah. Asheville, I did 60. I think I may have done 90 one time last year. What? Yeah. You I, did 90 I, in Asheville, did Asheville, you? yeah. Just because I was hurt and I couldn't, I couldn't do this. Yeah, year. yeah. Um, but, uh... Your man China was yeah. hurt. Uh, I didn't have any badges to see. I forgot to pack it, you know. So, but I do have Desident. Scott makes yeah. fun of me because I, I put diaper rash. I, I use Desident. Dude, it's awesome. First time he ever saw me use Desident, he's like, "Isn't that for babies?" I'm like, "Yeah, it works for, <laughs> for forty-three-year-old buttholes too." So, uh, see, I'm, I'm a Desident man. Yeah. But after the 
after the uh, rope climb is pretty much a flat run. Went around the chicken houses, then they hit uh, the chicken's cheerio. <laughs> yeah. Then you, you did A-frame cargo. Uh, A-frame cargo went up to the hill, did monkey bars. I totally like when I went <laughs> over the A-frame, you know, because I throw myself over the top of the A-frame and just don't hold on to nothing and I roll down it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's fun to me, you know, and as long as there's nobody in the way I do this because of course I don't want to do it and take a chance on hitting anybody but I always do it and today man it it's like <clears throat> I was a little overzealous I like totally most of the time I just kind of roll over the top and you know I was like I'm really gonna go for it today you know I jumped over it and like kind of I jumped over the top and flipped into the net and I rolled I rolled past the mid bar and then like both of my legs went all the way down to my crotch into two of the square holes and once I got there I was like well screw it and I just rolled out of it again so I rolled all the way down the back side of the A-frame net. Yeah. It was awesome. Is that way too much? If I tried to roll down it I would get stuck. The net would fall I'll, in no, and, I would get stuck and then on, like the, on the people mid -bar. and the people running under it would like get crushed by you <laughs> and the net. Yeah. I'd get stuck on the mid bar and then somebody had to come pry me off and get off the mid bar. So. But yes, yeah, so another fun fact of a day's race is that A-frame cargo was just muddy. So my hands were pretty dry for then. I knew it was coming up to uh, the monkey bars. Monkey bars were tilted slightly uphill. Yes, they were hard. <laughs> so as I'm coming up to the monkey bars, of course, Scott is I don't think we have to tell this story. Yeah, we do. Scott has already finished. <laughs> well, he and it's right there at the end. So he walks down and cheering me on for the monkey bars. So I stopped, get a patch of dirt, dry, dry patch of dirt, dry I was, my hands I was off. motivating him because yeah. that's what I do. I try to motivate my friends. So as I'm stepping up to the monkey bar, Scott said, yeah, I fell in about third or fourth one. But he, I said, is it slick? He said, yeah, just a little bit. He said, you get these monkey bars, I suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and, and if that was all the motivation he needed <laughs> not to fail. If I wouldn't have said that, he would not have tried But the hard. classic thing he about it. He wanted to prove me yeah. wrong. I was the only person at the monkey bars in that time. And Scott's sitting there, there's had three volunteers and staff, and two, for some reason, there was two cameramen there. So everybody heard him say it. I don't think they heard me the, say the, that. There was nobody else there except us. I think the volunteer at the front of it heard me say that. They heard you say I it. didn't say it loud enough for everybody to hear. But anyway, the first, so I grabbed the first one. I'm like, ooh, that thing is, is, is slick. But after the, the the third one, I got to the fourth bar. I realized my hands were dry. And I'm I'm good at the monkey bars. I can, um, I'm used to handling you know thick, girthy things. So uh, I'm good with that. But after I got to the fourth one, I told him, I said, oh yeah, I this got this. This is the most obscene podcast yeah. today. I said, dude, I got this. <laughs> As I'm going across the monkey bars, I'm talking shit to him. He goes, bitch, you better get the sucking. <laughs> totally. Yeah, dude. And everybody just starts laughing like hell. Uh, yeah. That, you know, he just threw that out there. So. Oh, I'm glad homosexual favors gives you the edge. Hey, man, I'm 43 years old. <laughs> if you want to look at me and get aroused, hey, man, that's on you. You know, I'm glad to help you out. I'm scared of my manhood. Hey, man, you are quite the sexy man. Well, you know. So, so yeah, that was a, that was fun to uh, to end the race, not falling off the monkey bars. I, I seriously thought I would have problems with. Uh, because I basically killed my upper body by running, running harder and doing all the damn burpees I had to do. So yeah, I was stoked about that. So it was a good race. 
Yeah. Ran into a bunch of cool people. I always love seeing people I know at the races. It's just fun bumping into people and be like, hey man, what's up? And there were several, I seen two other people. I know I seen two other people that was at Benning and they came up and ran Charlotte too. So that was cool to see. Yeah. But the one guy I talked to, he flew to Atlanta, drove to Benning and then, you know, and then did Charlotte. Yeah. So that was cool. Well, we saw a lot of people. We saw, uh, saw Amber and Henry. Henry. I didn't Fine. see Amber. But I saw Henry. Yeah, and Amber did well. She got third yesterday in uh, Masters Elite. She got second today. Yeah. So she. That's I awesome. I think she podiumed once last year. Yeah. And then hell, she, she podiumed got... twice in two races. Yeah. This weekend, so yeah, good for her. So I, I think Henry and I were together at the plate drag, and of course I had to get my damn plate out of the hole, and uh, and then I caught back up with him. He finished the rings right when I was starting. I actually took his line, and then I, I did 30 burpees. And I didn't, I didn't see him after that, so <laughs> I think he finished about four or five minutes ahead of me. So yeah, and he actually said that yesterday's race was harder. And I'm thinking, man, if yesterday's race was harder, I probably would have done 120 burpees. Yeah, it was. It was a little tougher than I thought. It was tougher than last year in Charlotte yeah. for sure. But and, I, and of course, Ryan Kent got first both days. Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> we yeah, seen, he we, ran it like what 20, 20 minutes. <laughs> we seen we seen Kevin we seen Kevin Donahue there, and we talked to him a little bit. And they haven't. I haven't noticed them advertising it much. Just a little bit here on Facebook and there. But they started doing this obstacle specialist course or day it's program. The, yes, the S, go on the Spartan pages under the SGX training. But it's actually at the venue. Yes. Like you can pay for it on the venue website if they're offering it there. Oh. And Kevin was telling us about it. And like what you do is on a Friday before the race, you don't do any running, you don't do any burpees, you're in a group, and you just go to the different obstacles and you attack it at all the different strategies and. It's a group thing where they talk about what's easier for this person and how they do it, and I think it would be pretty cool to. Yeah, he said do. no running, no mud, no yeah. water. He said it's basically strictly. It's a learning thing, yeah. yeah. But you just go out there and attack the obstacles and just try to get more obstacle proficient. Yeah, and, and you know, there's no like you said about the uh, that the uh, I can. There's no one way to do one of them. You know, yeah. everybody has their own. Everybody has their own, their own, 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 own idea. Whether it's lead hand, you know, power hand, you know, non-power hands, yeah. whatever. But and that's that's one thing Scott and I did, you know, still do is kind of spitball ideas off each other. Yeah. And that, that's the best way to do it because in my mind, if I'm thinking something's worked for me, it may or may not work for him, and vice versa. And that was what we did in Carolina on our second day. We ran together and we kind of did it as on the beast last year. On the beast last year, we kind of did it as like a practice run too. And we'd go to obstacles and we might would do it the same obstacle once or twice or, yeah. or and three just, times and, and just try different ways, like different grab holds on the monkey bars or leading on the Z wall on the left side instead of the right side and do it right there at the same time to figure out which way was better and try different techniques on getting over the walls, the eight foot walls, like, you know, so. Yeah. 
one uh before we end this podcast though you've got to tell them the Kevin Donahue story and uh, Kevin if you listen to this dude I'm sorry gonna... but it's fucking funny <laughs> <laughs> well I was gonna actually tell him about it if I ever was able to get him on the podcast but we'll we, we tell people here uh, yeah so me and Michael, I mean, we talk Spartan a lot. We talk about the pro team, the pro members, like, did you see so-and-so? Did you see what they did? And blah, blah, blah. But anyway, we was in uh, uh, Saraland, Alabama last year, which was an awesome course, and I don't think you're going to have it this year. But uh, we seen Kevin there, and I think Kevin had already told us he wasn't feeling real good, but he was trying to get, what, 100 podiums last year? Yeah. Or no, he was trying to get, not just in last year, he was trying to get to 100 podiums total. Yeah. I don't think if, I don't think it was all in one year. Yeah. I don't think that's possible. But anyway, so he said he was feeling sick before the race and everything. And uh, so we had ran that race. And uh, I didn't get lost, but uh, when we got to the sandbag and Lance Johnson was right in front of me and uh if y'all hear ever hear me talk about lance johnson i interviewed him on a podcast a few episodes ago uh, but uh lance is a good buddy of mine i actually met him in new jersey at the ultra we happened to just kind of be pacing together for a while and we started talking and he could tell immediately that i was from the south and lance lives in alabama so lance lives in la which is lower alabama <laughs> so we started talking, we've been friends ever since. And uh, so Lance was in front of me with a sandbag and so I just started following him. And so we carry this sandbag probably a half a mile. And we, and you know, and Norm, Norm uh, Koch does, did that course. So we just figured, well, he designed the course so it's probably gonna be really hard. So we ended up carrying it all the way to the next obstacle which was the A-frame, and there was just a pile of sandbags right there, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, we missed a turn. And so, we dropped the sandbags and finished the race, and I was talking to Kevin Donahue later, and uh, he was telling me that he uh, he got lost, and he he took a DNF. He, I guess he figured out he wasn't gonna be able to make one of his podiums, and he wasn't feeling good anyway, so he just decided, you know, screw it, I'll just take a DNF. And so, uh, it was like a couple weeks later, you know, we was in we was in Atlanta, and uh, I was staying at Michael's house, and uh, me and Michael went to this pub that was right around the corner from his house, and there was some like I don't know I don't some football game local football game high school football team, and, and being you know small town in Georgia, you know high school sports. You know, or big thing, especially down south, is high school football. <clears throat> well, they haven't lost in now two years. Uh, they're thirty and zero in two years. You had a you know awesome quarterback, awesome team, coaches. Everything's just coming together for them the last two years. Well, it was the semifinal game, and they were playing the team that, of course, was undefeated this year. And it was pretty much billed as this game was going to be basically the state championship. Whoever won this game was going to win the state. So uh, I'm watching it online, and Scott and my wife Hillary are there, 
And of course, I'm sure it annoyed them. But hey, yeah, he's go, totally hey, go Canes, dude. You got to do what you got to do. But I, but I was talking to him, you know, and I was telling him, you know, about how I was talking to Kevin, and I said, yeah, he did, he got lost and he didn't finish the race. And Michael's sitting there watching that football game, and I know he heard me say it, but he didn't hear the part where I said that. Yeah, he took a DNF. You know, he got lost and took a DNF. Lost and took a DNF. And so, and and just because Kevin's this ripped up dude, if you know who Kevin Donahue is on the pro team, I mean, he's short, but man, he's just ripped up. He's a total beast. And uh, I, I was just sitting there, we were just shooting the bull, and I said, and we had that race the next morning. I said, Michael, I dare you to go up to Kevin Donahue and say, hey, trying to get lost this time. <laughs> and uh, I mean, we're not. I doubt Kevin even knows our names, but yeah, we always we talk. See him at we see him at every single race, and we always say, "Hey, Kevin, what's up?" You know, and he's like, "What's up, guys?" You know. So <laughs> we're walking across the venue, and uh, <laughs> I mean, we're not like right up on him. We kind of like I don't know, probably like fifty feet away from him. And I was yeah. like, "Hey, Kevin, what's up?" And he's like, no, not much or something. I don't know what he said. And then Michael goes, try not to kill lost this time. <laughs> and I was like, with a look on your face, I just thought you told me Tim trying to get lost. I didn't think nothing about it. But the look on your face when I, he he kind of laughed it off. And he was look, probably thinking, dick. Yeah, but the look on Scott's face was like, holy shit, dude. I, I cannot believe you did that when he took a DNF yeah, on that I race. Said, I said, why? You said, dude, he took a DNF in that race. I said, I didn't know that. Said, yeah, I told you. I totally didn't know. Didn't click. That's one of those moments where you know, Kevin's a good sport about it. He kind of laughed it off. Yeah, he did. Probably thinks I'm a dick for saying it. But. but I don't think he, like, you know, I don't think he, I don't even think he remembers that we said that because, you know, it was cold that morning and we yeah. were bundled up. Because, like, Atlanta this year, he had just finished that obstacle course thing and yeah. we seen him on Friday and we was over there talking to him. We were talking about races and, we had said something about an Alabama, and he'd said, yeah, that was a race I, he says, that was a race I got lost at, and I just, me and yeah. Michael just kind of looked at each other and didn't say it's shit. Like, don't, bring <laughs> it up. don't bring it up, yeah. That is funnier than hell. Yeah, it, it was, that was pretty funny. I couldn't believe it. I'm surprised Kevin didn't come over here and beat your ass. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. I'd have been like, man, I can't believe he said that, Kevin. I know, he's from New York too, man. You know, most New Yorkers, strong will. I'm surprised he didn't say, oh, fuck you, dick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he, he took good sport by it. That didn't mean anything by it, but it, was, it is funny. It, it, it was a little funny story, though. Yeah, it would have been even funnier if he'd come over there and kick your ass. <laughs> I laughed. I'd be like, what? Get him, Kevin. Then Don't let him talk shit to you like that. And the whole thing about it, you would have you backed it. I was like, what, what are you talking about? He told me to say it. I don't know what you mean. Well, I don't know what he's talking about, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that was a good time. I always enjoy seeing people at the races. It's always cool. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know how close we are to Atlanta. We're getting closer. You'll probably you probably can hear some road noise today, but it was about the only time we had to do it, and we were stuck in traffic, so it was yeah. a good time to kill. And hopefully, it has been entertaining. Yes, hopefully it has been entertaining, and hopefully everybody can understand what we're saying since we're so redneck yeah and if you can't then we'll gladly uh translate for you get your rosetta stone did i did i yeah. mention that i got a compliment on a facebook page some some girl said i love your accent what was wrong with her i don't know she's got it she's got a good she's got good ears i think 
she could hear really well. I, okay. I, I, I mean, that would be my... If my, that's your story and you're sticking to it, That would be good. my assumption that she's got really great hearing, yeah. Michael. Yeah. That's what I think, so. But anyway, so I guess we're going to go ahead and end this episode. Uh, the Fort Benning and Charlotte road trip is almost to an end. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Go to iTunes and leave a rating and review and tell us how bad we suck. And uh, our next race will be New Jersey. We are going to run the Beast both days. So if you see us there, me or Michael both, come up to us and say what's up. I'd rather give a get a uh, a four a handshake. handshake. Yeah, uh, I bet I you would. Throw that out there, so. From all the guys <laughs> in your gold honeycomb <laughs> pants, uh, my, compression pants. My wife hates those pants. I love wearing them just because she she's because they're it, definitely it, easy. It, squish, to, it squishes my nuts, you know. Oh so look, it makes me lucky. Got a package. Then once I put them two socks down there too, they're just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's probably definitely easier to find your pictures when you're searching through it them. It is, it is. Because I was looking for you today, and I was like, man, he's not wearing the gold pants today. It's harder to find him. I wear, I wore black. It's more slimming. Yeah, but yeah, we'll be at, we'll be at New Jersey in a, what is it, a couple of weeks. Three weeks. So uh, hopefully we can hang out with some four O members. We never see the four O mem- a lot of four O members yeah. in the South. Me and Michael start a four O team in the Elite Heat, and it's usually me and him and. Yeah. Maybe there'll be one other sometimes. Yeah. Amir, get something together. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, we'll talk to you later. We'll see you in the next race. Peace, Peace out, bitches. <laughs>